What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Ride in the Pine. Jack Ride and I are back with you all today, and as always, we've got another fantastic episode in store for everyone at home, but before we get into all of that, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I was joined by a fantastic guest coming from the college golfing world, current Seattle University men's golfer Nathan Cogswell. Nathan and I get into how the season has been for his team and himself, what it was like to have a record-setting performance as a team earlier this fall, his thoughts on the Live Tour versus the PGA Tour, and how he thinks the Live Tour could have a big impact on golf moving forward, and so much more. So if you want to hear about Nathan's season so far at Seattle, as well as his thoughts about the Live Tour, go check out episode 257 and all 257 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now, getting into today, we're going to be joined by a great guest coming from the college football world, current quarterback for the St. Francis University football team, Justin Slawoski. Justin and I get into his career starting out at the University of Pittsburgh, and what made him want to start his career at Pitt, how he was able to find his way over to St. Francis, and what it was like becoming the starting quarterback for the Red Flash, how this season has been for the team, and what has been key during their major winning streak that they've been able to build for themselves, and so much more. So if you want to hear about the Red Flash football program, as well as Justin Slawoski's career in football, don't go anywhere, because here comes Justin. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current quarterback for the St. Francis football team, Justin Slowoski. Justin, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? Good, Jack. Thanks for having me on. I'm really looking forward to this uh, nice bye week. Uh, get this done and then move on to the next week. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know you mentioned it's your bye week. So how's that been? I'm sure it's probably been a nice week to just rest and get all the needed treatment that you need and whatnot, I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was nice because our fall break actually was on this, this weekend as well. So we all didn't have class Thursday, Friday, and as well as Monday, Tuesday. But we're honestly back now for uh, for practice. But it's been nice. I know for myself, I know I don't get hit every play, but uh, I know nice uh, weekend to recover. And I know I live with 3-0 linemen, and they said, oh, their bodies feel so much better. And they're so glad that they had a little break uh, for the second half of the season. So we're, we're really looking forward to it. Well, that's great. And I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, everybody's probably very excited to have that break. And like you said, I mean, the O-line probably getting beat up on every play. They're probably loving the little rest and relaxation. But getting oh. into this season, I know that you guys kind of started off a little slow the first two games, but you've picked it up as of recently and winners of last three. What is it that's been starting to click for you guys and really starting to work over the last three games? I think, honestly, we were young. I mean, we're a young team. I know um, at different positions, this is a lot of our uh, guys' first time playing, but Honestly, the way we played against Akron and Richmond, I know we lost both of them, but we knew that if we played well or played just as good as we played against those teams, uh, we knew that we would be able to, uh, to uh, make some noise and, you know, string along some wins. And that's exactly what we did, uh, you know, the, the next three weeks after Richmond. And honestly, everyone's kind of just finding their, uh, their rhythm. Everyone's uh, getting some people back from injury as well helped. I know on the offensive line. And uh, running backs are making plays. Our receivers are coming into their own and, and they're playing very well. And the defense is obviously playing very well. They always have and always will. That, that gives us offensive guys uh, some leeway. But honestly, it's just everyone's playing well and following uh, the game plan like we have. 
I think it's great. You guys are gelling at the perfect time of year, right? I mean, like you said, it's about the halfway point of the season. So getting into the thick of the season and especially conference play really picking up in the latter part of the year as well. But I know this past summer was a big one for you as you competed at the Manning Passing Academy. Would love to hear a little bit about that and just what it was like going there and, and what you've been able to apply this season early on that you learned there. Yeah, the Manning Passing Academy was honestly one of the best four day periods I've ever had. Just meeting so many people uh, the Manning family, such a first-class family, then being there with the best quarterbacks in the country, I Heisman Trophy winners, you know, guys that start in the Rose Bowl National Championship games, and just still talking to the guys. You know, I still talk to, um, you know, we're on group messages and talk and talk to different people uh, from the camp and, you know, just bouncing ideas off each other, different plays. What do we like against, you know, this, you know, team's a big two-man team. Hey, what do you guys run? What's some things that uh, you look for uh, in this certain coverage? And obviously, whenever I was down there, we had the opportunity to be with each other that, you know, pick the Manning's brains. That uh, experience was invaluable. Just, you know, sitting down at dinner a couple nights with Peyton, Eli, Archie, and then some of their friends who played in the league for years. And, you know, just the whole process of just be trying to become a better quarterback and from a leadership mentality and, you know, trying to get the guys, everyone going in the right direction. And honestly, those traits have what I've tried to um, express this year. And I think it's shown so far. And hopefully we can um, I can use those to keep us moving forward in the right direction. Now, how were you able to just kind of block out the fact that you're sitting there with, you know, Peyton, Eli and Archie Manning? And, you know, obviously you're there for a reason. You're there to learn and mm-hmm. become a better quarterback and whatnot. But those are some of the best to ever have played the, you know, the game of football, but also at their at their position. So, I mean, how were you able to kind of compartmentalize that a little bit and, and try and stay focused at the task at hand? Yeah, because at the end of the day, it was just awesome to know that Archie Manning, you know, liked my game enough, you know, believed in me to give me the invite to come down because they obviously don't take everybody. I was one of 40 quarterbacks to get selected. And, you know, that myself just gave me a confidence booster. You know, it doesn't matter if you're from a smaller school that no one really knows. If you're from Alabama or Ohio State, uh, they believed in me whenever I was down there. And, you know, just being one of the guys, you know, those are – You know, when we were down there, they said, oh, you know, we're all colleagues down here. You know, this is your team. This is your family. And it was just funny whenever they said that because, you know, your family with the most notable last name in football. Uh, So that was just honestly one of the most uh, unique things down there is, you know, everybody was, you know, just a different guy. No one knew your story. Didn't matter where you were from. Uh, Everyone was there for one reason is to throw the football around, play some quarterback. So that's what we all had in common. And that's what uh, everyone talked about and enjoyed down there. Well, I know that how highly touted the the academy and the passing camp is in really just not only in court, you know, for the uh, quarterback position, but also wide receivers and running backs and so on and so forth. So I think that's awesome that you got to experience that this past summer. But I want to get into your career, Justin, and kind of work our way into where you're at today. I know you started out at Pitt. What made you want to go and, and start your career at Pitt initially? So coming out of high school, I got injured senior year. I had some uh, FCS offers coming out. I thought I was going to be more of an Ivy League. Uh, you know, I had a couple offers there, Patriot League, but got hurt and some things happened. And sure enough, the best option for me coming out was uh, to go to Pitt. Uh, my brother was on the team at the time, and I knew a lot of the guys, you know, from local areas and obviously being with my brother. So it was very, uh, it was very comfortable for me. I was very, you know, having my decision, and I still am. I mean, playing at Pitt was uh, – such a highlight and an honor and uh, is something that I'll always remember. And honestly, at the end of the day, uh, leaving there was difficult, but I was glad I made the decision uh, with everything that has happened. 
but being a pit was definitely um, a memory and experience getting to go, to go to an ACC championship game back in 2018, get to go to um, a nice bowl game in El Paso, Texas. Uh, so there's definitely some highlights from that year that I will uh, never forget. Well, I know another big highlight from that season was that you got to spend time and eventually become friends with Kenny Pickett, now the starting quarterback for the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. And I would love to hear just what that relationship was like with you and him. And also, what were some things that you taught him, but then also some things that he taught you as well? No doubt. Yeah, I mean, first off, when he got drafted by the Steelers, I couldn't have been happier because I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm from Greensboro, close to Pittsburgh. Uh, and so I, that's what I told him. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I don't have to, you know, root for another NFL team that you got drafted. You know, you're drafted to my team. Um, but honestly, yeah, whenever you spend, uh, you know, a whole year, you know, going to the same meetings, same lifts, same practices, uh, you know, you come a close group and, um, that quarterback room at Pitt was uh, very unique, different guys from all parts of the country, you know, still talk to a lot of them. And just the way Kenny prepared, I mean, obviously, it, uh, just seeing, you know, I knew prior before, because I was the first, you know, in 2018 was the first year he started. And just seeing how he watched film, how he practiced, how he, you know, led even being, you know, a younger guy, because he's obviously started 50 games. So I was there for, you know, the first, you know, 12 or so and you know just seeing how he interacted and how you know guys fed off his energy and how he plays with little moxie is just all things that uh when you look at even now when you put him playing uh for the Steelers uh it's just like me watching the pit practice back in the day or whenever we beat uh Syracuse in overtime you know it's the same traits uh that I saw then I see now and just you know all of us in the quarterback room, that's the one nice thing about, you know, quarterbacks, there's not 20 of us. There's five, six, sometimes four guys. You know, we all bounce ideas off each other at practice at the time. Hey, what'd you see here? You know, every, that's what they always say for quarterbacks. When you're not in, you can take a mental rep. The amount of mental reps I've taken from seventh grade in high school to now has been uh, a lot more than the snaps I've played. But uh, that's just the one nice thing that I've always uh, you know, appreciated even down there is we were such a good group, just bouncing ideas off each, off each other. What works for me, what works for him, what works for the other guys uh, was really valuable to me. So you kind of knew, you know, pretty early on that, that there was something special about him. Yeah, I knew, I knew before a lot of people, obviously, you know, whenever you get to be the starting quarterback, pit, uh, you know, that's a tall task at hand, but I knew from the start that uh, he was something special. And I knew that once, uh, you know, him and Mark Whipple, who I was there with the semester with our spring semester. Uh, I knew once he really got the Mark Whipple system of, you know, throwing the ball around a little bit and becoming kind of an air raid system that he was going to put up some numbers and honestly be a Heisman finalist like he was. And I wasn't surprised at all. Well, I know he's uh, doing a great job right now. I know he just started really his kind of tenure as a starting quarterback for the Steelers, but I think, you know what, he had a nice showing against the Bills. Obviously not the uh, not, not the result that they wanted, but I, th- I think there was a lot of positives to take away from it. But I know that you eventually, after that season, you make your way to where you're at now at St. Francis, and I want to hear just what went into that, that kind of decision to transfer and then also what led you to uh, St. Francis? Yeah, so all the stars kind of aligned whenever I went to the transfer portal because uh, that, that was relatively new. The transfer portal was something that was honestly very new. I was probably one of the first, you know, not people, but first classes of people to go in the transfer portal. Uh, but I didn't want to, I mean, I wanted to stay close to home, but if I, I didn't, that wasn't like a requirement. So sure enough, St. Francis and Duquesne uh, emerged as the top two schools. And uh, I got very fortunate 
uh, here for their, I'm in their physician assistant program and they had seats in their program. They offered me a great scholarship that I couldn't pass up. Uh, so all the stars kind of aligned and showing up, I ended up getting into the PA program a year later because I didn't take applicants at the time. So honestly, just whenever in the transfer portal, because I wanted to get into a PA school and obviously wanted to play uh, Division One football and St. Francis, all the all the stars kind of aligned and just went right to here. And sure enough, never looked back. And I'm very glad I did. You know, it was a great decision on my part. And I think that's the most important thing is that it was a decision that you're happy with, right? I always tell people, and I say this all the time to people, you know, where you're going to school is where you're going to be spending the re- or, you know, at least the next couple of years of your life where you really become an adult, I think. And I think that's very important that you were able to find that place in St. Francis. Now, I know we brief, you briefly touched on you're from Greensburg and I don't mean to go back, but I know you went to Hemfield and Hemfield's been playing great this year, been playing really good football, would love to hear as an alum. What's that like to see? It's, it could be better. It's funny because Penfield beat Penn Trafford for the first time. And it's been, I want to say 20 years. Don't quote me on that. But we have the Fry twins are on our team, went to PT. So all week I was getting on them after we beat them because it's been forever. Uh, but no, it couldn't be any uh, better seeing my, you know, alma mater playing well. And I was just at the game on our bye week, you know, still talking to the current quarterback now. Uh, he's a great kid and he was unfortunately got banged up, but it didn't play in the game. And, you know, um, a lot of the coaches from when I was there left, but there are still a few there and I've got to know the new staff. Uh, but it's just great to see, you know, wins on the board and, you know, I'm an offensive guy. So the first five games, I think we put up like 49 points or 48 points in every game. So, it couldn't be any better. And I, you know, hopefully look for them to make a run in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, they're off to a great start. I will say that Uh, they have been playing really, really good football. So I'm sure that definitely makes you and a lot of other fellow Spartans very happy. But getting back into your career, I know you obviously you transfer over to St. Francis and then a year later, COVID comes crashing in, right? Pretty much wipes that all away, cancels the season. What was that like for you in terms of just you had just arrived at a new place and then you're having that following season taken away from you? How frustrating was that for you? I mean, it it was the most frustrating thing because whenever I transferred in and played a season and then, so I was only at St. Francis, that was my second semester and then got sent home for COVID. So I was just kind of getting my, you know, feet down, meeting people and, you know, second semester at school, you know, really knowing the works of everything. And then bam, you get sent home. Everyone can't do anything. Um, But at the same time, I didn't use that time as something to look down on. It was a time where, you know, it's a time you can get bigger, faster, stronger, um, still worked on my game as much as I could. And, you know, just, that just prepared me uh, for where I am now. It was kind of just, you know, a bump in the road, but it was a bump in the road for everyone. And it was kind of how you used it. Uh, so I'm glad that uh, I, I used it correctly. You know, it's definitely helped me to the point where I've gotten now. Well, it definitely paid off for you the following season. I mean, you were one of the best in terms of passing efficiency in the FCS the following season. What was it during that year away from, you know, campus and everything with COVID that you worked on that you feel really paid off for you that following season? Yeah, it was, again, just more time to watch film. And since we didn't play, because our conference played in the spring of after, I should say after COVID, but it was the like in the spring season and we didn't play. So that was honestly a time where we would just practice, practice, practice. And, you know, as a quarterback, you can never take too many reps. So that was something that I, 
I went to practice every day, say, hey, these reps are going to pay off for me sometime. I don't know when. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it will. And that was my mentality going into it. And I'm glad it did. You know, I would have obviously loved to play games during that time because those were the most meaningful reps. Uh, but playing against our defense every day at practice has uh, made me better for where I am at today. How excited were you going into that first game back from the, just the, the long-awaited wait, if you will? How did it feel to get back on the field? It was the best feeling in the world. You know, there's no other feeling like football. You know, it, we played at Eastern Michigan that year under the lights. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like football. It's the, you know, the epitome of a team sport. And all the guys, we were definitely ready to go after taking that long hiatus. And uh, it was just something that, you know, it kind of just gave you more energy, especially knowing, you know, that spring and then through fall camp, hey, we're, we're, we get to go against a different color jersey. So it was a good feeling. Yeah, and I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the defense was probably very happy too. They got to go up against a different offense. They were probably trying to tired of chasing you around the field, right? Exactly. You couldn't say that any better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that uh, that on top of that, you know, you guys build off of that, go into the season, and it's a big victory for you guys against Duquesne, first ever program win on the road against Duquesne. Mm -hmm. And I know that it was a big performance for you. You had a huge touchdown run and you come into the second half really changed kind of the, the, the trajectory of that entire game. What did that game mean for you, but also just the program as a whole? Yeah, for myself, like I said, I'm from 30 minutes outside of Pittsburgh. I think I have like 40 or 50 people at the game, too. Uh, so it was just a unique feeling uh, getting to go in and then, you know, spark a victory uh, against a team that we haven't had much success over. And we knew that prior and also a school that and that's where I was between St. Francis and Duquesne. So, you know, there was a little extra motivation. It was in Pittsburgh as well. Uh, honestly, one of the most, you know, the long touchdown run to give us, and then I threw a touchdown to Katero after that. But it was, uh, you know, one of the coolest feelings I've ever had. And, you know, something I'll never forget, especially with uh, my whole family there, there to support me. And, uh, you know, for the team as well. I mean, that's, you know, it was 7 nothing at halftime and our defense is playing. And, you know, that's the last thing you want as an offense to have zero points on the board. So that's why I, me personally, I was glad to make something happen, spark the team and uh, get some points on the board. And then that also just gave our team confidence because Duquesne is won the conference you know they're either the first or second pretty much every year and you know after that we were like hey guys we can play with anybody if we put like that you know that was the message to our team and we knew that prior and it was just good that we could uh put a good second half on to show it yeah absolutely well and i think on top of that again just being able to have the the history behind it the first ever road victory in program history but getting into this season i know into the second half of the year you guys are going to be on the road a good bit just want to hear what's going to be important you think for your team to finish out the season strong especially with the amount of road games you have coming up yeah honestly number one thing to stay healthy keeping everybody uh afloat and keeping everybody uh injury free will be one of the biggest things but at the same time it's it's still just doing your job. You know, as an offense, we say, you know, if, ever, if all 11 guys do their job on every play, something good's going to happen. You're going to have positive yards. And if we can do that as an offense, uh, that is honestly going to propel us uh, to, you know, keep this win streak going and to propel us into conference play. And I know our defense has our back. They always will. They're going to get pressure and turnovers. I don't have to worry about them too much because, uh, you know, time and time again, they show it. And believe me, I see it every day at practice. Um, but in the second half of the season, we are, we're just looking to just keep this rolling, you know, keep this one streak going. So we're really looking forward to it. 
Well, you definitely built up the momentum that you need to carry throughout the rest of the season. So it should be a fun, uh, fun finish to the year for you guys, for sure. But Justin, it's been great to get you on the show today, my friend. Before I let you go, I've got one little question to ask you. It involves kind of a, an epiphany, a realization, if you will, as to when you realized you could play football at the Division One level. So for you, when did that kind of click and go off in your head and you said, I can definitely do this? I mean, I'm always I've been confident, knew that I could, but it had to have been like the the big realization was I was fortunate enough to play at Hempfield up on the JV and varsity team as a freshman. And the last game of the season, I, I worked my way up to be in the backup by the end of the year. And I got to start my last or our last home game, which was also my brother's senior night. Uh, against a team, I think we had two wins at the time. We weren't very good. And against a team that was already in the playoffs, and they were been in for playoff seating. And we and we killed them. We won 56 to 21 against Fox Chapel. I I forget I threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and I threw a 67-yard touchdown to my brother, who was his final home game. You know, just that it was, and I was such so young at the time. Uh, that was what really propelled me and said, hey, if I stick to this uh, football thing and work hard every day and get stronger, faster uh, and better in all sports and in and, and, and my academics, I knew that I could play and uh, be successful at this level. And I'm definitely glad that I stuck to that because it's definitely paid off. And, uh, you know, I love every second of it. Absolutely, my friend. Well, you've clearly been able to do that and you've built it up into a great career. And I wish you guys nothing but luck moving forward into the second half of the season as well. Stay safe, stay well, and we'll chat soon, my friend. Thanks for coming by today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. And there he goes, Justin Slawoski, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at Ride the Pine 20 RTP all capital, Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore, and on TikTok at Riding the Pine all lowercase. For all the latest updates on episodes and content to come, all 258 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews. And again, folks, keep your eyes and ears open for some more great guests coming out on the podcast throughout the rest of this month and moving forward. And again, we've got some great content coming out as well. So as always, make sure you're keeping your eyes and ears open for all of that. But once again, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. And until next time on Ride in the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.